0: Listening to Dying Scene Radio.
1: Greetings, comrades. Welcome to episode 27 of Dying Scene Radio. With me, as always, is my favorito amigo, Mr. Bobby Burns. Say hi to the nice listeners, Bob.
2: Hey everybody, how's it going?
1: Our intro track for this episode was brought to you by German noise rock trio Trigger Cut. The name of the tune was Solid State. That's from their latest LP, Rogo. And all 10 tracks on the LP were pretty much uh, Rippers. Yes. So I would highly recommend uh, getting in there and checking out the entire album. It's one of those that goes by really quick. Doesn't seem like 10 tracks, but I guarantee you it is. I counted.
2: This was also one of the many on this episode that I believe was not on Spotify, correct? Yeah,
1: there's going to be a few that are missing from our Spotify list. I think more and more people are shifting towards Bandcamp because they seem to be a little bit more artist friendly. Um, but uh, yeah, there's going to be a few missing from this this list. But check them out on Bandcamp. Uh, give them some money for all of the hard work that they put in.
2: Absolutely. Um, it looks like they're still selling compact discs on their uh, their Bandcamp, so you could order a CD. Weird. I don't know who still buys CDs. I feel like everybody just buys vinyl nowadays. But yeah, do you, yeah. I, do but... you still listen to CDs at all, or no?
1: No, not unless somebody gives them some to me, like a demo or something. I'll keep a few in the. Uh, in the glove box in my car, which has yeah. a CD player, but
2: yeah, I feel you know. like um, I I keep CDs in my car, and I'll I'll put a CD in the CD player, and it stays on rotation for
1: <laughs> because you're too lazy just to take it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. but now my, I got a new car, uh, well, a used car, but. Um, it has Bluetooth like built into it, so it automatically mm. connects my phone. Yeah. And I kind of miss it about my old car because I would dr- I would put in like an old CD that I have. I'd be like, oh, I should put this in, and then I would listen to it three months and really fucking get into it. I feel yeah. like uh, some of my rotations where Oscars Idol will kill um, the starting line's second album uh, based on a true story. Um, this band, Protest the Hero, they're like a progressive metal band, but it was it's cool. I mean, like literally, these are albums that like just last year before I got the new car, like would be in there. And I, I mean, I would drive somewhere every day to like, you know, go right. get some food or gas or whatever, just like quick five minute drives. And so, uh, mm-hmm. over the course of a week, I might hear the whole album, but then over the course of three months, I'd hear it like 16 times and just be like, I forgot how fucking good that album is, you know? Yeah. yeah. So
1: <clears throat> I like the, uh, automatically connecting the Bluetooth thing. My newest car has that. So
2: yeah. Oh, you got a new vehicle. Well, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen yeah, you, but I remember yeah. trying to fix, uh, that other car.
1: Yeah, that one got <laughs> smashed up before I left L.A. Somebody oh. ran into it uh, while it was playing on the street. I remember that. I actually remember that. So, yeah, we got a new car shortly after we got here to kind of replace that one. And Good riddance. So. Um, all right. So, uh, on this episode, we, uh, as always, we're going to be playing some uh, more phenomenal new music from emerging bands, just like Trigger Cut. Um, that you were probably too lazy to discover. And we're also going to be talking about some more of the uh, noteworthy scene news from the last weeks, uh, months. We've been a little lazy lately. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's news that you uh, lazy assholes probably <laughs> couldn't muster up enough uh, motivation to research it. We've, so. we've been
2: a little lazy. You've been a little lazier.
1: Yeah, of course. We're always going to try that, and uh, when I mean our listeners worse yeah
2: i was are. gonna say when i mean you i don't mean you i mean them
1: of course them because
2: oh. between me and you well <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> it's probably uh, me
2: who's been a little lazier
1: yeah it's all right buddy it's all right uh we all have lives i would never fault you for hanging out with the fam and relaxing in these very stressful times although things are starting to give a little bit back to normal i know uh at least here in Denver. I heard some things are back to normal right there in L.A., if not uh, a little bit laborious as far as wait times.
2: Slightly, yeah. You you uh, you know sent me some of the info on um, Alex's down in Long Beach starting to do some shows again outdoors and stuff. Um, and uh, I had definitely seen some of that on their Instagram postings that they were doing it. Um, I haven't gone to any live shows, but I've seen like some of my buddies have been picking up some shows. Um, a friend of mine, uh, the bass player actually for Sleepy Valley, um, he's in another band, and they're doing a gig at Cupid's Hot Dogs uh, out in the valley um, this weekend. They're cool. doing a old old car show, whatever the hell those are called. I can't remember. You know Classic car. Yeah, there you like go. That? Classic car shows, um, and uh, their band's going to be doing an outdoor gig and stuff with it. So somewhat returning to normal, but like I also don't know like how fun it's going to be. I feel like we talked about this a year ago when the pandemic started, like how awesome is it going to be to go to a show and sit at a table and not be able to get up and move around or like,
1: it kind of sucks. Yeah. I went to one here like that and it wasn't very much fun.
2: Yeah, no, I know it. And I saw, um, something coming up here. I want to say around November ish, uh, in, um, gosh, I think it's orange County. Uh, and, uh, Oh
1: yeah. there's like a park, something in the park.
2: Punk in the park is what it was. Yep. Punk in the park. And um,
1: of course it's in Orange County.
2: Pennywise and no effects or something and and many more. Um, And I'm like, that sounds like fun. And then I go, but also are they going to like enact some rules or like, is there going to be a pit? Am I going to get in the pit? If I get in the pit, is someone going to cough on me? (laughs) Because I'll be coughing on everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) After a year of no exercise, I'm going to get hit in the gut and, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if I go, I just got to not worry about it and get in and say, fuck it.
1: There you go. I like it. Yeah. Go for it. Bob. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's been uh, things opening up around here slowly. Um, I don't know, like museums and such. Uh, I went to a ball game. The Dodgers were in town for opening weekend. So I went down to a ball game. That was pretty nice. That's right. Um, it was, How, uh, it how'd
2: they have it all distanced out?
1: I mean, uh, not too much. Like, like, were you sitting
2: next to people or were the seats in front of you empty? Like, do they just like,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I think that they were a little bit more lenient about where you sit too. like, you don't have to sit in your exact sign assigned seat if it means that you can be a little bit further away from somebody. Um, I mean, people were pretty respectful. It was we were distanced enough, I guess.
2: Um, And then do you have to wear your face mask or no?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean they said yeah wear it as much as you can I think but you're like I mean, drinking
2: but, beer and eating and shit yeah, like.
1: exactly so yeah. if you're going to be doing that 50% of the time I don't think they were really getting on anybody that wasn't wearing it at their seats the That's other good. 50% of the time so That's good. yeah it was pretty laid back there was a very large crowd because it was a nice weekend, uh, yeah. weekend and now here we are like a week or two later and it's snowing tonight <laughs>
2: oh it's snowing again yeah oh yeah. god damn
1: dude yeah <laughs> What you going to do? Uh,
2: <laughs> move back. Mm-hmm. Here's that lineup for Punk in the Park. It's uh, day one is Pennywise, The Vandals, Lagwagon, Fear, TSOL, and Gutter Mouth. Day two is No Effects, Me First, uh, and The Gimme Gimme's, Bouncing Souls, Strung Out, and The Dix- Dixies. So, Dixies, Dickies. Um, so, a good lineup. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen The Dickies Live?
1: Yes. They're yeah. pretty fun.
2: I, uh, I remember seeing them. Never been a band I got into, but I saw them with Misfits uh, years back. And um, the singer comes out with his, like, sock puppet and does, like, yeah. songs and shit. Fucking
1: Yeah, I think I saw him at a uh, Punk Rock Bowling oh, a okay. um, yeah. few years back. Yeah. I can't remember. It's but a,
2: a great lineup. I think the only bands, like, that I go, oh, hell yeah, that's awesome. Like, I think TSOL, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I could do without me first, uh, which I know, like, you know, people are going to give me shit for that and the Dickies. But every other band on there I fucking love. Um, yeah. So it sounds like a good yeah. time free beer like, tasting uh, and shit so okay, it's like so
1: it's like one of those
2: right. oh yeah and like that was the best remember <laughs> i remember being like all right ap i'm gonna go get some beer i'll be right back and i think i came back a half hour later i'm like i'm fucked up dude yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. those
1: was um those were pretty fun i missed those
2: bro 50 bucks uh, okay so i think it's a 100 bucks for both days or something like that so like you go to a show for fifty dollars and you get fucked up. Like I feel like when I go to a Warp tour, and then you buy a few beers, you end up spending a hundred bucks just for the one day. So yeah, yeah, these are totally worth it to have free beer.
1: Yeah, you should try and squeeze in an interview while you're down there.
2: Hmm. Try and get that OG Guttermouth interview back in line. There you huh? go.
1: Oh yeah. Ring them up. Remember from four years ago? <laughs> no. No, we don't. No.
2: Uh, yeah. I wonder um, if Josh Freese is still with the bandal, uh, The Vandals. That would be a great interview the drummer.
1: Uh, you should definitely try and get an interview. Josh
3: Freese.
2: I met um, I met him, uh, God, probably 10, 15 fucking years ago. I probably met that guy uh, when he was playing with Devo because he does all sorts of things. He plays for like fucking Rob Zombie, uh, Devo. Yeah. Um, the guy's got like so many studio projects going on. But um. Super nice, super cool guy, Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like uh, that'd be a great interview to snag.
1: Well, there you go. Put it on your to-do list, Bob. All right. Um, All right, so I guess we should probably play some music. We can do that. Nothing nothing new's been happening around here. It's been uh, pretty quiet, although things are starting to open up, so hopefully some shows start up pretty soon. Um, I think there are a few that have been advertised. Uh, The first one I saw was on a Thursday night, so that was probably not going to... I don't know if I'm going to go to that one. Yeah. But, yeah, they are starting to start up uh, uh, again, so that's exciting. Um, but Real, real uh, quick,
2: Josh Freese, Josh Freese is still in the Vandals, so okay. maybe there I can go. bug him about that.
1: There you go. I like it, Bob. You have a plan. Now you just need to execute. <laughs> <coughs> what are you drinking there? It's really loud. Lots of ice? Whiskey. Oh, whiskey with on the rocks. Just on the rocks. You're such a... What? What? Uh, Nothing. No, just an awesome you, guy. There you had a
2: whiskey on the rocks. What do you drink it straight?
1: No. Oh, no, real men drink beer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man, I'm getting married in a month. I got to watch the weight, bro. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a fat yeah, piece
2: I of can. shit after uh, a fucking year of quarantine and not doing anything. <laughs> so this that is, is me watching stuff. my weight, drinking yeah. whiskey yeah, geez, instead of I'm beer. Drinking
1: beer. <laughs> uh, good job.
2: <laughs> I've lost two pounds in like six months. So. <laughs>
1: well, good. At least you're making progress. It doesn't matter how <laughs> fast or slow it is. Um, all right, let's kick off our first block of music as we always do with Boss Man Dave's solid gold lock of the episode. Boss Dave's solid gold lock of the episode. This one was sent in, uh, I guess, I don't know. He sent it in to us. I don't know if they did. Um, uh, but it was sent in to us all the way from Sweden. A little bit of melodic hardcore to kick off this block of music. This is Enemy Alliance with Strength in Numbers. From the 2020 full-length album, Damnation Dawning. Name of that track was "Strength in Numbers." The band was Enemy Alliance, uh, all the way from Sweden. They've been around since uh, 2005, uh, and apparently they just don't release very, mu- uh, very <laughs> much, very much content. Uh, but that band is um, comprised of members of uh, Atlas L- Losing Grip. Uh, obviously, the vocals, Rodrigo Alfaro. Um, he's been in a few bands uh, like Satanic Surfers. Uh, then there's also uh, members of Intensity and. And no fun at all. So kind of a super group.
2: Satanic surfer, surfers are from Sweden. Yes. Mm, I did not know that
1: at all. Mm. Yes. Interesting. Um, I mean, I guess I'm. I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong. I know Ra- uh, Rodrigo Alfaro is. No. Uh, yeah. His, his I'm, first band, I'm not so.
2: doubting you at all. By the way, I'm. Uh, uh, I,
1: I would seriously start doubting me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never trust me implicitly. That's not a great idea. <clears throat> um yeah i'm sure you'll fact check me I'll come back in. I'm, I'm
2: trying <laughs>
1: i can see you just looking down at your mm. phone furiously typing with your little thumbs <laughs> um all right while bob checks checks me on some facts we'll go ahead and keep things moving along with some more music next up uh because we're lazy we always take recommendations uh number one fan spike sent this one in uh and uh, probably so far this is um one of my favorites that sent in. And this whole album was great. I listened to the whole thing a few times while I was doing some work from home. Um, but uh for this episode we're gonna play uh Fuck Your Rude Boy. Name of the band is Dog Shite. Dogshit with fuck your rude boy from their newest LP, Mass Deception, which was released back in January. It's uh, already penciled in on my Albums of the Year list. So good pick, Spike. Very, Very nice. Good call. Uh, that one was uh, really heavy. The whole album had some really cool, like gut-thumping bass riffs that you could kind of feel. I don't know. I got uh, like one of those little. Um, Uh, bass speakers on the floor so maybe it was just that But uh, had some really good bass rips Uh, those guys are from uh, London, UK Uh, the album was 19 tracks in total and they're not those little short 40 second bangers most of them are like a minute or two Uh, I think a few were three minutes uh, including this one uh, so, excellent pick uh, from our friend from the Great White North. He said, uh, if you're straight up done with society and feel like everything is shit, then you're probably going to like this one. And nice. I tend to agree with him. Nice. So, yes. thanks, Spike. Thanks for listening, buddy. We miss, we miss hearing from our fans. Uh, we don't always get as much uh, communication, but Spike's always on top of
2: it. Yep. Do you think it's Fuck you, Rude Boy or Fuck yeah, Rude Boy?
1: I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it's Fuck you, Rude Boy because uh just because of the lyrics so but
2: i did not read into them i just i thought it was fuck your rude boy too and then i listened to it i was like oh they sound like rude boys so maybe it's like fuck yeah yeah."
1: no i think it's fuck your rude boy because she's a rude girl
2: yeah and there's no comma so
1: yeah i don't know could be i'm sure there's some sort of a uh communication barrier between uk and english people they <laughs> use they use some weird words every once in a yes. while or some weird spellings of words you like how they're weird because they spell it differently than than us yeah it's them that's weird definitely <laughs> them being the weird ones not us um so what did you find out about satanic surfers fact checker
2: couldn't find uh oh i didn't uh, look up satanic surfers i looked up uh, uh, enemy alliance and uh, uh um, I mean yeah it, it looked you looked to be correct with the members on it, so I would imagine yeah, you're right.
1: right all right all right we'll see I'm sure somebody'll let us know if I 'm completely wrong <laughs> uh, all right uh let's keep on moving uh next up, how about a little bit of folk punk? Um, I actually found these guys a few years back when I was writing uh for the website. Uh, I had a regularly occurring uh, Article called "Hidden Gems of Bandcamp" and I would just scour Bandcamp for cool, cool bands. Um, and I found this one a few years ago, and they just released a new album. Um, so let's go ahead and listen to it. Uh, name of this song is "Dark and Stormy" from Shadow League. was the first single off of the brand new 13 track lp keep this place sunny uh from shadow league name of the track was dark and stormy uh the album is due out on may 13th so probably right around the time we're getting this uh, out and uh, into everybody's ears um if not keep an ear out for it because it will be out very shortly after
2: i'm gonna say before that because uh then i'll be gone for like two weeks because of the wedding so oh, yeah have to, that's right yeah, yeah. you got to get it out
1: i gotta have, you to. have a deadline
2: i've got a deadline <laughs> for sure
1: oh my goodness so are you guys still going up to the mountains that was yep. the original plan right yep.
2: getting married in yosemite but we've cut the guest list down to 40 people and it's literally just the wedding party um there's like three or four people who are invited that aren't a part of the wedding that Sarah invited. She's like, You can invite some extra people. I'm like, Nope, don't want to deal with deciding who and making cuts and whatever. I'm fine with just uh just my peeps.
1: Good. So that's probably better that way anyway. Yep. Um Okay. So what did did you listen to Shadow League? I think that. I was did. One that yes, I listened
2: yes. up and through uh I believe Lesser Creatures is where I <laughs> got to Couldn't get all the one. way through though. Couldn't, no, do, it. Couldn't no. do
1: it. Uh yeah, I liked uh, I always like Shadow League. They're like a really good clean folk punk. Kind of like a I mean not that hot water music. is folk punk, but they kind of have that vibe to it. Yeah, they're
2: yeah, punk. they're more like that less folky um because yeah. this was still tolerable for me.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and it's just uh the two of them, uh, those guys are out of Australia, so very nice. Uh, I hope everybody else enjoyed them, too. Uh, Next up, uh, here's some friends. It's always nice to play um, some music from friends of ours, uh, and we uh, have friends that just released a new album. Um, Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. We'll talk about them after we listen to it. Uh, Name of this one is Lace Your Boots. This is the Randy Savages.
0: Maybe this isn't your night Certainly not your day Struggle for another year. It's time for a change in life. You won't believe your eyes. Trust me, you'll see. Have you ever stepped in a ring? Have you ever ran the ropes? Wake up.
1: From Santa Cruz, California. That was the Randy Savages with "Lace Up Your Boots" from the brand new EP "All My Life." So um, they're not even a band. I don't. I shouldn't have said band. Uh, they are a punk rock wrestling accompaniment <laughs> collective. That's so, funny. Uh, they do have some a couple members that kind of uh, rotate in and out. But uh, yeah, they're uh, going down. I think they're going down to Fest '19, uh, which Chris is, is happening. W- Chris is in one October. of those guys, right? Yep, Chris, Chris rotates in and out, in, in and out. Yeah, um, but yeah, down at uh, Fest they have like a, a wrestling a belt, a wrestling a competition yeah. for a belt, and uh, these guys always uh, compete in that uh, and play music.
2: In fact, I feel like Chris talked about that a little bit on the episode when he was on here. That uh, that one of his best uh, tour memories was being on Fest, and he played with one of his other bands, and then the Randy yeah. Savages and all that good yeah. stuff. So.
1: Yeah, he stays busy at, uh, at, at Fest because he plays with like three or four bands. <laughs> have you ever been to Fest or no? I have not. I've been thinking about it, but we'll see. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was the Randy Savages. Good friends. Uh, they're excellent guys, and they're a lot of fun. If you haven't been to a Randy Savages show, I'd highly recommend it.
2: Definitely. We saw him with, uh, what, Rotten Blue Menace?
1: Oh yeah, that was a pretty fun show at the British. Oh that that was a blast. <laughs> what an establishment. <laughs>
2: yeah. That was the yeah, the little, little single pool table fucking no stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, that was a pretty fun place, and the people on the other side of the bar, there's, and was, <laughs> they weren't coming to listen to a punk. Definitely rock not.
2: Show, and the thing is, is like with the bar, there's like no wall. It's like a, right. you just see through to the other side, so you're stuck regardless.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, uh, where was that? Lancaster, somewhere up yeah, there. Yeah, that's in there's
2: Lancaster. It. Absolutely, right. with yeah. uh, Carlos, I believe, from Burger Wolf.
1: Funny, funny. Um, okay. So, uh, we are reaching the end of our block of music. We're going to round this first block out with, um, some pop punk.
3: Uh,
1: I still maintain that pop punk is a valid form of punk. People like to give it a bad name, but I like it. I don't know. I'm weird. You know,
2: I think pop punk is too. You know what though, is that, uh, I feel like punk is really changing and I'm, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's me or the people who are like controlling the label of the genre. And when I say that, I mean like, you know, I, li- I have my Spotify playlist. I don't know. Do you follow new punk tracks on Spotify or no?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. So I follow it and it's like, I feel like years ago it was still giving me like really good, nice, like fresh punk uh, tracks. And it still does from major names. It's like if France or bad religion comes out with something, but like w- whatever. Yeah. That's a given. Like, you don't need to show me that. Um, but like now all the bands that I get on there that are new, they're like, really like dubstep feeling with like f- a, like it's sure it's still punk but like everything's really like electronic and the uh, the vocal uh fucking hmm. harmonizing thing um yeah, tune like yeah i'm just like uh, you know i feel like years ago people complained about this and then all of a sudden in the last year or two like that's all that's on there i'm like what happened yeah. all of a sudden uh, punk rock has become like this really poppy, like electronic thing, at least according to that. And in my head, I'm like, this, there's a, still other bands. So what do you call this now? Like, is that right. not yeah. punk if you're calling yeah. this punk? Like, what's, uh,
1: it might be why I don't follow. I think I tried to follow one of those <clears throat> playlists and I was like, yeah, this isn't what I was really expecting. So, yeah,
2: it's know. a bummer because like it was a good way for finding like newer bands and I'd skip over the, the bigger bands and stuff. But now I just kind of <clears throat> abandoned it. <clears throat>
1: Well, you don't even have to look for newer bands, Bob. I just, you can listen to Dying Scene Radio. Yeah, could just what take your do. recommendations. There you go. Uh, so uh, my recommendation uh, is going to be that you listen to this next one because these these cats are pretty good. Uh, so Philadelphia Pop Punks, 500 bucks. Uh, the name of this track is Spinal.
0: I don't want to up my sheets. Up what have I done now?
1: That was Spinal from the Philadelphia Pop Group, Pop Punk Group, I guess. Why would I just say pop group? Hmm. <laughs> I told you I was tired. Uh, that was five hundred bucks, and that was from their newest EP. This welcome mat is a landmine. Uh, so the vocals on that one sound a little bit like Green Day. They're like exceptionally poppy on this song, um, but there's other ones on the album that have uh, you know more of like a Frank Turner feel to them. Yeah. So they they kind of. Um, uh, cast a wide net when it comes to their their music. It's not just uh, radio pop, um, but yeah, it's a lot more blue collar than I guess your typical pop punk. Yeah. Uh, so check out I've, the rest of the album. Let us know what you guys think.
2: Yeah, I, I feel know. like anything uh, from this Philly scene, for whatever reason, has earned a place. Like they they've Always just got. Uh, I don't know. There there's some type of prestige right now with. Philly and the scene. So anything that comes out of there, I'm automatically like, this is going to be good. And then I just think it is when I listen. It always
1: is. Something about that Philly and South Jersey Punk, man. It's so good. Lots Uh, of emo y
2: feels to it, but it's good. I like it.
1: I am ready for some news. How about you? Do Do the 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 news. Bob, so as reported by Yahoo News, Michael Graves, formerly of the Misfits and Grade A Asshole, was in Washington during the Capitol riots. Uh, Graves stated that he joined the Proud Boys last year and was in Washington to play some songs for the organization Latinos for Trump. Uh, Graves adds that he ghosted the group before playing when chaos ensued. Um, So apparently he's going to be... Uh, or may be called as a witness uh, uh, with regards to uh, the court hearings uh, about the, the capital. I don't know, what are we calling it? Riot?
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: coup attempt, I don't know. Whatever that fucking bullshit, weak-ass attempt was. Um, <laughs> I, think they're, I think they're pretty badass because they got around for an afternoon jerk. Jerked off. Yeah, each other.
2: It, it's hard because fuck the government, but also like then fuck these guys. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like you you see it happening and you're like, yeah, that building fucking sucks. This is great, but also I wish it wasn't a bunch of pieces of shit who are just like, we want to make America great again and make it all white and yeah, hetero yeah, and yeah. Christian. Like, I don't know.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, but apparently, so. Uh, The defense is considering using him as a witness uh, because he was in the area when the riot uh, took place. And he (laughs) obviously is a proud member. So are
2: they going to make him fucking narc on his own uh,
1: people Uh, or what? uh, I guess uh, (laughs) so. But like, so he was interviewed uh, about it. And he said that he didn't think that that the Proud Boys were capable of, of attacking the Capitol. And he said that they had a hard time getting an order together for McDonald's. And I was like, yeah, I bet you, I bet you they do love McDonald's, the Cowboys. They seem yeah. like McDonald's. I'm
2: fucking. It's probably because Pickles had to order too much fucking shit and they couldn't keep it straight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> little fatty. Uh, a little bit. Um, yeah, so uh, it's just dumbasses doing dumbass stuff. So I just. Uh, thought It was uh, semi noteworthy, um, but keeping in the theme here, uh, in uh, I mean, Misfits only noteworthy
2: in the sense that you know who to stay the fuck away from,
1: right? Exactly. Uh, so in other Misfits related news, uh, later this year, Glenn Danzig will be releasing his second feature film. Uh, didn't really even know he had a first one, I had to do a little research, uh, but uh, <laughs> he released um, another film called Verotica. Uh, I think it was a year, maybe two years ago. Um, Didn't bother looking up that one because... uh, So there's not a release date for this new movie. But there is a trailer. Um, The name of the new movie uh, is called Death Rider. Uh, Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Uh, So it's like a western slash vampire flick. Um, And there isn't a release date. So I watched the entire trailer to see if it showed a release date, which it did not. And I realized that from watching the trailer for this new one, I didn't want to watch the trailer uh, for the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that bad? <laughs> it's not good. It's Ver- not good. I'm,
2: I'm looking and Rotten Tomatoes has a 22% uh, rating and uh, IMDB has a 19% rating. So okay. uh, well, there you go. For Verotica, not, uh, not okay. for the new one.
1: Uh, new one looks like it might be in that same ballpark. That's probably uh, maybe a little higher than where I'd put this based on what I saw in the trailer. Yeah, sounds like um, he's
2: trying to do the old. Uh, was it Rob Zombie who did the? Um, yeah, all those exactly. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah. So, um, although on Misfits Prime, segment. hang on.
2: On Prime, out of 556 reviews, it has a 3.3. So that's not
1: well. Yeah, too bad.
2: If I'm you're into Danzig, maybe you will users. like it.
1: I don't know if I trust the Prime, the, <laughs> the, the I saw, general uh, populace of Prime.
2: I saw a meme recently. I don't know if you saw this or not. And it's like proof that Danzig is two different peoples or was was replaced. And it's like Danzig through like the 90s and early 2000s and he's in great fucking shape. And then it's like yeah. just a few years later with this horrible receding hairline and fucking bloated face. And then on uh, Reddit, I I saw someone's like, no joke, one time I was outside Danzig's house and saw him working out to his old albums in like 2008, further proof that I think this was an imposter trying to to pick up on the real Danzig. (laughs) And I just think that story in itself is funny, whether it's true or not. Just picturing Danzig working out to his own music, fucking blasting so everyone can see him like...
3: Fuck I yeah! Would, I fucking I love would me. Not doubt. Of it, that
1: he walks out to us. <laughs> uh, uh, too funny. So, um, I guess keep. let keep things like in the entertainment realm. There wasn't a ton of news uh, over the past few weeks with regards to like releases and music and stuff like that. So I kind of picked some uh, <clears throat> other stories um, that are related to the scene here. Um, so um, Pete Davidson. Is going to be playing Joey Ramon mm. in a new Netflix series. Uh, so I don't there there's mixed reviews. I don't mind Pete Davidson too much. He's not like hilarious to me, but I don't mind him too much. A lot right. of people really hate him. Why? I don't know.
2: I, I mean have no idea. he's like crass a little bit, right? But like yeah. isn't that what we would expect out of a comedian? Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but He's going to be playing uh, Joey Ramone in an upcoming Netflix special. The show is based off of "I Slept with Joey Ramone," a book written by Joey's brother Mickey. Um, and Jason Orley is set to direct that. So I think he's worked with uh, Pete Davidson in the past. So, um,
2: can I yeah. ask you, um, are you a Ramones fan at all, or no?
1: No, not really.
2: Me neither. Uh, I put on um, this must have been about a week or two weeks ago. Like you know what. I'm going to put on the Sex Pistols and uh you know I feel like it's long discussed when you're a child and learning about punk rock it's like who created it first the Sex Pistols or the Ramones and then as you become an adult you're like I don't even give a fuck about this conversation like who gives a um but because I've conflated the two in my head and I feel like that the Sex Pistols and the Ramones are like in the same category of um you know punk rock and early punk in my head, I'm just like, I don't like the sex pistols. Like, I'm I've grown beyond that. And I put it on, and what I realized is I really like the sex pistols. <laughs> I haven't listened yeah. to them in forever. And I was like, this is actually a good album. There's like leads I'm listening to, and like, sure, at times, like uh, you know, the the um lyrics get a little bit repetitious, but like it's generally pretty good. And and then I'm like, so let me listen to the Ramones a little bit, and I'm like. I like Warthog. That's the only song I like. And other than that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan other than I do like hearing stories about the Ramones because it like fits into the idea of punk rock, but I'm not a fan of their music at all.
1: No, me either. And I'm kind of with you. I, I don't mind the Sex Pistols at all. I'll listen to them. I have them on some playlists. Yeah, um, But no, not the Ramones, not so much. When I think punk rock and early punk rock, uh, I think of Sex Pistols. Ramones are kind of weak, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and, well, yeah. I, and I, so, I mean, clearly, though, there's something about them that, like people looked to and gravitated to and like the, the attitude of them and the story of them, like, you know, became a thing that people liked or adored, um, and idolized to, to put on that pedestal. And so I'm going to watch it because I'm very curious, right? It's like, yeah. there are definitely bands that I don't like or enjoy that, uh, fulfill a, some type of niche within the scene that, I mean, I still appreciate that. And I kind of want to find that with the Ramones. So I think I am going to watch this. I haven't read the book or listened to the book. Um, I slept with Joey Ramone, but, um, I'd be interested to watch this.
1: Yeah. I think I'll probably check it out. I have for sure. May as well. It's something different. Yeah. Especially now I'm running out of shit to watch. So, uh, (laughs) I'm running out the, uh, Pandemics really put, done a number on my watch list.
2: <laughs> I am watching. If you need a recommendation, currently Snowfall. Have you seen that at all?
1: Yes, I've seen. Uh, I think I watched the first season. It was pretty good. I haven't gone back and watched the subsequent season Yes,
2: so. uh, I'm a little slower on the second season. The first season was great. Second season, I'm like, all right, it's not as like well put together, but I still dig it. Um, and it's about the crack epidemic and like yeah. what late seventies, early eighties. I don't know exactly yeah. the timing on it, but. Um, yeah. Pretty fucking good show. So that's yeah, what I'm catching up on.
1: Definitely. I uh should, probably should go back and watch the uh, other seasons. Probably need to go back and watch the first season again to catch up.
2: It, it was um, good. Worth it.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh Punk rock karaoke has been kind of busy during the pandemic. Um, I guess just due to the nature of, of probably how they practice normally. <laughs> they might have already kind of been set up to... Uh, uh, do uh, live performance. And uh, some of these, I think, have been recorded as well. Um, but they've uh, performed with a, a number of different people. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, punk rock karaoke, they do travel around um, to, from city to city. Uh, it's a rotating uh, lineup of musicians from all sorts of different punk bands. Uh, and the crowd is encouraged to get up and sing while the band plays in the background. So it's a really interactive experience. Pretty cool um, to go and see... Uh, uh the crowd actually sing the songs with the band playing behind them um but they've been really busy doing um these video releases or webcasts or whatever mm-hmm. they're called um so they did one a few months uh, a few weeks back with uh Chris Ballou of uh President's of the United States uh uh-huh. um they covered uh White Riot by the Clash okay uh and then kind of out of nowhere it was uh, pretty funny um the latest one that they did was with, uh, will Wheaton who starred in uh, star Trek, the next mm. generation. Yeah. So, um, that was kind of weird. Uh, and they covered a police truck by the dead kid. Nice. So, how did how'd yeah. that go? It was pretty, it was pretty good. It was That's pretty funny. good. I like all of them. Um,
2: will, will Wheaton, uh, did the voiceover, uh, work for the book ready player one and Armada, um, which are the, both the Ernest Klein books, um, which Ready Player One was turned into a movie. Really fantastic book, everyone was talking about a few years ago. Will Wheaton did like the, the voice work on it. So, um, it, I guess it doesn't surprise me. Like, have you ever seen the um, uh, video on YouTube of Jim Carrey uh, doing the Beatles cover with like some big orchestra?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's a little bit older.
2: It's definitely older. It's like 90s, yeah. and he does the, yeah. I am the Eggman, we yeah. are the Eggman, cuckoo, cuckoo. I think I probably saw it. And he's, he fucking nails it, man. But it's because the guy's like an actor and a voice actor and voiceover, yeah. and so he's got all this practice. So that's interesting with the Will Wheaton thing. I'd, I'd love yeah. to check that out. And then I love, I fucking love, you probably hate me for this. I love The President's. <laughs> their first I mean, album, yeah. it's uh, it's it's silly and goofy, but I was a kid and it's good funky music. And like as an adult, I'm like, all right, I appreciate Primus more. I know that's not your cup of tea, but I fucking love Primus. They've got a li- got a lot of good uh, kind of punk stuff in it at times, and yeah, really just yeah. fucking banging drums on some of these tracks, man. But uh, Blue Collar Tweakers and um, a few of these other ones, like it just fucking rumbles through the background so I, I really like that um so yeah i've got a soft spot in my heart because presidents introduced me to like funk rock like not red hot chili peppers like yeah. stupid shit although i appreciate them in some contexts, like they're also really overrated and i don't like anthony kidis like this was like good talented like other shit so I've got a soft spot. That's cool to hear that uh, that that Chris is doing that. I had no idea, and that's that's funny. Will Wheaton's in on it.
1: Yeah, pretty pretty funny and uh, unexpected, uh, because over the course of the the pandemic, they've been getting people that are, you know, uh, maybe from other bands or getting you know uh, people that are more in the scene, uh, people that you would expect to be doing punk rock. Sure. With. Yeah. And then they just threw in Will Wheaton. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder how that went. Like, I wonder if they re- reached out to him or if he called them. It was like, hey, I want to do this.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, does does Chris also sing or does he just do perform the music and then? No, he has. The... Yeah, he
1: does. The, he does the singing. The oh, band okay. Plays the music. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, but he plays music as well. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: but yeah, but in these, it's like the guest is the one that does the vocals and the band plays in the background. So like, uh, I, I forget all the people that are in the band, but it, like I said, it rotates. I know, um, Greg Hetson was in, uh, from Circle Jerks was in the one with Will Wheaton.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um,
1: but yeah, it, it might be like, they might have 10 or 12 people, you know, depending on which city they're playing in, you might get, you know, a group of four or five of them. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's a pretty cool concept. I, 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 I guess I, I
2: didn't realize, so punk rock karaoke is like a... like a th- So we're <clears throat> in the, the South Bay, they have punk rock karaoke. And so I think of like, oh, like you get up and they play a song and everyone just fucking screams and gets on stage. But you're saying right. like punk rock karaoke is like an actual group of touring pe- members?
1: Well, yeah, and I don't, like I said, you know, it's not... I don't know if they really tour too much because it might be, you know, like they have... Kind of a group in the east i know they have played other places than the okay. south bay but all uh, they play more in southern california than anywhere else because they're all pretty much from there you know a large group of them at least but i think um i have seen them uh you know playing shows around festivals you know, yeah. maybe not at the festival proper but some of the other surrounding shows i think they played here not too long ago before the pandemic so um they definitely travel um, but i mean i don't know if they tour so much as they might try and say hey we're all going to be kind of in this area let's put on a show you know just randomly gathered at a in in a geography so yeah
2: i mean that would um, make that would make sense
1: yeah i'd imagine it's pretty tough for them to always get together although nowadays it's a little bit easier with the with the internets yeah
2: that's cool i'm i'm looking up like on their website now and they have a list of fucking uh Just songs on there that you could go on and pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: you go on and pick just like karaoke. It's great. Um, All right, so uh, Record Store Day is coming up this summer. Uh, It starts on June 12th, uh, and because of COVID restrictions, they're going to be doing it a little bit differently. They're doing uh, what they call RSD drops. So uh, I guess they're going to be, I don't know, are they like digital releases? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it's starting on the uh, 12th and uh then uh they do another drop on the 17th uh they've released um all of them i think now for both dates all of the records are going to be releasing for both of those dates and there's a whole bunch of them but of note uh, more pertinent to us um there are going to be some releases and reissues by the ramones the clash Joe. Dro- Joe Strummer, Cro-Mags, Beastie Boys, Devo, Motorhead, uh, L7, Negative Approach, Iggy Pop. Mm -hmm. It's hard to believe Iggy Pop has anything new. That's going to be a reissue. (laughs) (laughs) I I would assume a lot of these are reissues that (laughs) you can't get on vinyl anymore. Yeah, but um, uh, I also went to the website and looked through, and there's a whole bunch more. So if you are interested in checking out uh, everything that's coming up, uh, go to recordstoreday.com and uh, check out the more comprehensive list, uh, because we're only going to talk about the punk ones, because we're assholes like that.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know how many people want to actually hear about the other ones.
1: Right. Well, yeah. No. There I mean there was still some good ones. There's like A C D C and I don't know, some Nobody likes
2: like A C D C
1: Whats A C D uh, C Do you
2: I'm like A C D C you Sure, why
1: not? Oh, I think they suck dick. I mean I'm not gonna put put them on the like Jam out, but if I hear one of their songs, yeah. All right. My head'll get All
2: right. I, I have three bands that I absolutely do not appreciate, uh, that other people love and it's A C D C Guns N' Roses and Van Halen, I don't give a shit about any of those bands, and I think yeah. all of them are not good.
1: Yeah, I can definitely dig. Uh, <laughs> like I said, AC/DC is not one of my favorites, but I'll definitely jam out to them if I hear one of those songs. Um,
2: Some about that late 70s, early 80s like rock that was just unappealing, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's yeah. horrible. It, it's I like it's like the late '90s, early 2000s rock. There's nothing good from it. Like it all ended with like Smashing Pumpkins and you know, uh, Primus and all that. Like anything after that, you get into it, and it's like, all right, Corn's got a good song or two. Fine, Limp biscuit, what are you doing? Like. <laughs> Disturbed and like all this shit No, no, no uh-uh.
1: Yeah, I was not a fan of like the uh, Papa
2: Roach, dude, I put on Papa Roach I'm like, this has still got to be good, right? And I put it on, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Uh,
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, the uh, uh, I wasn't a fan of the like mid-80s hair Metal band, like Poison oh, No God, dude and all of that. Ricky
2: Rocket, the drummer from Poison Lived uh-huh. in the small town where I grew up in Acton On the way to Palmdale and that guy was such a fucking doucher. Uh, he would... Oh, I'm not I'm not kidding you. He'd hang out in the coffee shop where, like, our fucking 16-year-old, like, high school friends worked and fucking hit on them all the time. And his, like, you know, 45, 50-year-old in his fucking raised truck with nautical star rims and stuff, like a badass. And uh, this guy I went to high school with, my friend at the time... He has a story where he was at Borders in Santa Clarita and saw Ricky Rocket, and I don't put this past this guy at all. Like you, you'll hear this and be like, "Your friend did that, really?" But this guy did all <laughs> sorts of weird, stupid shit. Okay, so uh, to give you an example, on grad night, w- without any drugs or alcohol, in his leotard that he decided to wear uh, <laughs> for fun just starts randomly dancing like a nutcase at three in the morning, four in the morning at Disneyland. And all of a sudden there's like a circle of 500 to a thousand people around him watching. And he doesn't know how to dance by the way. He's like (laughs) doing the worm on the ground and spinning in circles and just like, but that's the kind of guy he was. He's just like, I'm going to put on a show right now. He'd fucking, you know, walk up and eat a piece of gum off the ground. And
1: Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. So he's at borders, sees Ricky rocket, goes up to him looks at some records or books or whatever bends over and farts on him <laughs> I'm not kidding this is a story that I 100% believe he would do because I <laughs> I knew him well enough to like go to shows with him and hang out often like he wasn't, you know, a passing friend um, and uh, and then he says Ricky was like what the fuck like you just farted on me he's like no I didn't he's like yeah you did and he like comes <laughs> towards him and he starts laughing and like running around things like in the store, just like out loud laughing at him and then ran outside of the store. And uh, shit. anyways, fuck poison. They're stupid as yeah. One of the worst bands. So I'm with you. Yeah. All okay. that rant shit. over rant over. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> funny story though. I mean, yeah, probably if you incredible. knew the guy, it'd be better, but my friend farted on Ricky rocket and I 100% was not there, but I 100% believe him
1: in a borders. I'll tell you how long ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: this is 2002 we're talking.
1: <laughs>
2: Four score and 20 years ago, right. my friend farted on Ricky
3: Rocket. <laughs> That's incredible. Good story, Bob. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, on with the news. Um, so Punk Rock Bowling has announced uh, new dates and... Uh, Definitely the first wave of bands. I don't know if they've released the second wave. I think they were supposed to do that uh sometime here in April. I don't know if they, they might have released it over the last week and I missed it. I've been kinda busy, but um the first wave looks pretty good. So the dates uh are going to be September twenty fourth through twenty sixth. That's gonna be in downtown Las Vegas. All right. Um and it's not gonna be at their old place. Don't go to the old place like I did the last time I went. Uh and then I had to walk like five or six blocks to the correct place. Um, but uh, you can um, buy tickets, I think. I yeah. Think they're already doing tickets and everything like that. Um, first round of um, bands is uh, Devo, No Effects, Circle Jerks, Streetlight Manifesto. That would be a good one. Yes. Uh, Lunachicks, Propaganda is always a great time. Municipal Waste The Larry Arms Anti-Flag The Bronx Roy Ellis agri Youth Brigade Good Riddance Horror Plague Vendor Pairs Bishops Green Bridge City Centers, And The Last Gang So that looks pretty good I don't know if that's all supposed to be like day one Or if those are just the bands that are already in, like included in the lineup in the I
2: yeah band. I would imagine those are the big names and then uh yeah not the day one bands But um uh, you know, it's funny. Every time I see uh, Bridge City centers, I think of Queen City sinners, uh, which <laughs> I'm wearing my shirt right now. Shout out uh, to Derek. Just got to hold City. the armpit. Queen
1: I, City. I, you gotta I put in that. You got to put in that part of the song. I will. I absolutely
2: about. will. I wear this shirt all the time. By the way, Derek, I fucking <laughs> love the shit out of it. People ask me. They're like, "What's that shirt? It's cool. Like the design on the back." This is one yeah. of my fucking. I, every weekend, I swear to God, I wear this shirt. <laughs>
1: Good pickup. Thanks, Derek. Um, Yeah, so I don't think I'll be going to punk rock bowling this year. I used to go a lot more when I was in L.A., and it was like a, I don't know, what, four-hour drive What if I
2: go? Would you be down?
1: Maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe not this year. I don't know. We're planning a pretty big trip uh, maybe in November.
2: Mm, Uh, Where to? uh,
1: Japan? No way. Yes way.
2: Let's talk some more. I got some places for you.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're going to Kyoto. I got so.
2: some other very good places for you. How long are you going for?
1: I don't know. It's all still up in the air, pretty fluid. Uh, I please don't even have like a shot or anything, so I can't leave the country.
2: Go, Please go for at least two weeks. Um, oh,
1: my goodness. That's a lot. Mm, I was I'm, thinking maybe like 10 days. I'm telling
2: month. you, it's just not going to be enough, and you're going to be in a fucking rush. I'm yeah, telling you.
1: I know. I know. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely talk. Offline. I know it's expensive. I it right. is very. Um, all right, so there you go. Punk Rock bowling. I may or may not be going. We'll see. Um, all right, hopefully, well, if, if I, I go, you got a free
2: place year. to stay, okay?
1: Excellent. <clears throat> that, would be, uh, that would be nice. That helps. Um, okay, so here's uh, the weird, weirdest story of the news, uh, at least for this episode here. Um, Spotify has patented a system that can detect user age, gender, emotional state, and more nice so uh this was reported by pitchfork um they patented that system uh monitors user speech to make recommendations i guess on music based on the when
2: are they listening to me always oh god
1: always yeah i'm sure if you have spotify on your phone i'm sure you had to. it's probably listening
2: right now you mean
1: probably That's uh, usually why you get all those ads, I guess. Um, So the company applied for the patent in 2018, and it was granted on January of this year, uh, January 12th of this year. Uh, According to the patent, the software tracks intonation, stress, rhythm, and the likes of units of speech from the user's voice while the cell phone has the app installed. So not necessarily when it's in use. As long as it's installed, it's probably listening. Interesting. Uh, So the software is also capable of using speech recognition to identify metadata points such as emotional stage, gender, age, accent, and if someone is alone or with other people.
2: My only concern ever about this is just the government getting involved at all, right? I don't give a shit if Spotify does it. What are they going to do? Fucking listen to me jerk off? Like, uh, what I'm concerned about is, you know, if ever the government comes in and is like give us that shit and they're like yeah
1: alright here you go yeah yeah well and I mean I don't know if like how quickly it's going to be implemented I'm sure it's not like one of those things where it's instantly you know on your phone I'm sure it'll be years from now but uh I'm yeah sure I don't know what, there, um, dude. what music do you think it would recommend uh, for your jerk off session <laughs> let's get it on well, that's a good one <laughs> what is that Very White yeah alright um Good. Yeah. I like that you have to have music to get yourself in the mood for yourself. <laughs> uh, I was not
2: saying that. I was saying <laughs> you, are, you need to have
1: some doing it music. so that. You no, I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I was
2: saying that you said they're always listening. You don't necessarily have to be using it.
1: Uh, too funny. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and round out the news. Uh, this story I just found, I think it was yesterday or today. And I added it um, last minute. I don't, I think I might have added it to the outline, but, um, rudimentary penai is releasing new music for the first time in like 25 years or something like that. I think okay. the last album was in 1995, if I'm not mistaken. You're going
2: to have to tell me about this band because I'm not, uh, too familiar.
1: Uh, really old school, uh, British anarcho punk. Uh, I think they started probably like in the early eighties. Okay. Right? Maybe 19, maybe late seventies. I'll say 1980. We'll just split the difference. They probably started around 1980. Um, and, I'm uh, looking, it like, says
2: formed in 1980, so you're dead
1: on. Okay, and it was right around there. Um, but yeah, so the um, I think their last album was in 95. Uh, the, it was kind of like a, a cult following. They never uh-huh. got really big, but they, they did establish uh, quite a following within the punk scene and even um, further to drill down into the anarcho-punk scene. Um, but yeah, so um, interestingly enough, uh, their last album... Uh, was, uh, and I kind of picked this up in the article here, it's pretty interesting. Uh, The album itself was largely written uh, during a period when the the lead singer, uh, Nick Blinko, was hospitalized with severe delusion. He believed he was Nicholas Breakspear, AKA uh, Pope Adrian the fourth, the only English pope who resigned, uh, who reigned between 1154 and 1159.
2: Wow, okay. So,
1: so he uh, he shares the same initials and the same birthplace as uh, that Pope. So he uh, thought he was that Pope, and uh, he was institutionalized for a little bit. Um, so uh, apparently he wrote a semi-autobiographical novel called The Primal Screamer, uh, which details some of that uh, period of his life. So uh, Interesting. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Anarcho-Punk will probably want to read that. She likes those kind of books. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, so the band is releasing uh, a new album called the great war. Um, as with all of the other releases, it's going to feature, um, uh, Blinko's art on the cover. Uh, there's a preview of it within the article that I read. Um, I will so, say the
2: artwork is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like Jesse Michaels ish, but a little more cohesive.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's pretty neat. Uh, and, uh, It's pretty cool to hear from these bands, like 25, uh, 30 years after you thought they were all done. So uh, interesting story uh, from an interesting fellow. It sounds like he might be uh, starting to get a little bit better uh, as far as um, his illness. So good. I'm glad that he's making music again and kind of getting back on the horse, so to say. Uh, And that does it for the news.
2: Well, I've got a band now to start looking into and researching because this whole article... Looks interesting. I feel like we should have played a song from them just in whole, but you're hearing it right now in the background, so
3: <laughs>
2: this is going to be the new thing I get into.
1: There you go. Uh, okay, so uh, let's play some other music. Uh, we're going to go ahead and kick off our second block uh, with some, um, so, some more old school. Since we've been talking about old school uh, rudimentary penai, Uh, We'll stick with an old school sounding band, although they are uh, a little bit more contemporary here in our time. Um, Name of this band is Lesser Creatures. The song is Apathy Street. off their new 12 track lp issue one name of the band was lesser creatures that was apathy street that's uh that album is released via our friends over at outlook records uh and those guys uh, label themselves as arizona puke pop punk rockers <laughs> so i'd say they probably do a fair punk. amount of fair amount of drinking yeah say puke pop punk three times fast that was a Not going to be able to. Um, But yeah, they've got a a really good old school sound to them. I think they sound... um, uh, Maybe not that song in particular, but a lot of the other ones on on the album, uh, the writing uh, reminded me a lot of the Dead Kennedys. So that was um, something a little different. And I like their uh, old school sound.
2: So I'm curious, when when did this band form?
1: Lesser Creatures? Yeah, do you know? Uh, Why are you asking me? I don't know.
2: Well, just because it's a... uh, um reference to uh what's that guy, Philip K. Dick or whatever? He uh
1: Lovecraft maybe. Um
2: yeah, he wrote Philip like K. I Dick? Can Remember It For You wholesale and do Androids Stream of Electric Sheep or some yeah. shit. I don't know. He's he's an author yeah. that wrote a lot of short shit. Yeah. So yeah, maybe trying to put all of it together. That's all.
1: Um yeah, I think they're uh newer okay i don't think they've been around for decades or anything uh because we try and play newer emerging artists if you listen to our little intro bob
2: yeah no no no. i know but sometimes <laughs> we play or talk about uh bands that were older around a little bit coming back
1: indeed you know. indeed we do good point um but yeah that was uh their i don't know if that was their debut full length or not uh I don't they didn't have very many um full links if that wasn't their debut um uh, But yeah, uh, overall, pretty solid album from uh, top to bottom. Cool. Um, All right, time for some ska. We haven't played ska all episode. And I think we're, what, like, probably about seven eight songs in we haven't played ska we definitely have to remedy that and you're really gonna like this because this is some ska from new jersey which we were just talking about there being some good punk from uh, jersey and philly area so um let's go ahead and play this one it's called wishing well name of the band is the best of the worst
0: keep it up keep it
1: From New Jersey, that was The Best of the Worst with Wishing Well. Um, really great like opposing harmonies in that one. The musicality overall was uh, really tight, really good. Um, I thought it was going to be real poppy. Um, and that it really is, like, at the beginning. Like, when mm-hmm. you start listening to it, it's got, you know, it's really hooky, really poppy. But, um, you know, it goes from ska to pop to hardcore all within, like, one song. So those guys have a pretty... A wide array of talent
2: what was the band we saw when i came out that was <laughs> ska pop hardcore like random fucking
1: just oh sorry sweetheart
2: yeah sorry sweetheart yep. they were a mash yep. of fucking interesting
1: <laughs> they're so fucking good i played <laughs> i play their album probably like once a week if not more That's i think funny. we've played a, one of their tracks on here before uh really good really good folks too funny um yeah they're good I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing them play again live. They're fun.
2: Yeah, they're uh, local, aren't they, for where you're at?
1: Yeah, yeah. The lead singer uh, like jumps off of the high stacks and oh, yeah. swings the rafters and shit.
2: Adam Lazar about it, taking back some. Yeah, yeah. He's so dramatic. It's yeah. so funny.
1: Um, yeah, I love those guys. Uh, we'll have to play some of their music again soon.
2: Speaking of ska, um, did you listen to No No Ska? Or what is I it? Did. Ska Dream? Ska, Ska Dream from Dreams. Jeff yeah. Rosenstock yeah. just
1: came out. Yeah, I did. Yeah, today. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I wasn't as uh, jazzed about it after listening to it as I was before.
2: How would you feel if... in inst- Okay, hang with me for a sec. If he oh released that album instead of No Dream, do you think you would like it more? No. Really?
1: I can say that with a certainty.
2: Wow. Okay. All right. I I mean, I'll give that to you. In my head, I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, I wish we would have just released this album and it would (laughs) have felt so much more meaningful. Probably, I know I've already said it, but like because I got into arrogant sons of bitches last year and I'm like, this guy's fucking amazing at the ska shit. So, um,
1: he could do anything, man.
2: Do you think he wrote any of those songs in mind with the fact that he might do that? Or do you think one day he's just like, yeah, why don't I do this for fun?
1: Uh, I think he's probably just said, let's do it for fun. I think he got bored. Okay. Because he's not touring or doing yeah. anything. A lot
2: of yeah. bands worked on that album. I know Matt Embry from RX said he uh, worked on some of those songs and helped do drum drum tracking or engineering or okay. something, which is always fucking great to see. And it's always great. like. I don't know, man. Jeff Rosen sucks the shit. I've grown to yeah. like just...
1: No, it was, it was a great album. It was fun. Um, I just... It, I was a lot more stoked going in than I was coming out of it. But, yeah. Well, know, but it was I
2: I hear you and definitely respect that opinion. I, It'd be I will funny s-
1: to put that on my Albums of the Year list this year since he was on <laughs> Albums of the Year for the exact same album uh, last year. That's funny.
2: Coming in at number three, <laughs> Jeff Rosen sucks a
1: dream. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, this next one comes to us from Albany, New York. Uh, they have, a, another, well, this is another one that has really good harmonies in it. Um, this is a little bit more of a skate punk feel to it. Um, lead, being, uh, lead vocal sounded to me a little bit like Fat Mike. Um, and this one may have actually the album itself may have been a contender uh, for my albums of the year list last year if I wasn't such a piece of shit and I had, I don't know <laughs> looked for more bands done a little bit more digging um, but the whole album was pretty good it was a short one I don't I there might have been eight tracks on it. Um, but uh, kind
2: of what I'm preferring these days
1: yeah yeah it was it was it was very solid uh, and this was my favorite song from the album so we'll go ahead and listen to that now uh, this is after the fall with I don't want to be around I told me- Gate punks after the fall the name of this song there was i don't want to be around um that was uh one of my favorite songs from their newest album and i didn't it looks like i didn't put the name of the album here so i think it was look bob you should be researching uh, <laughs> instead, instead i'm researching leaving because how old leaving is because <laughs> earlier i said leaving and uh that's all Bob heard. Was I was like Lee Bob Ving, what?
2: What is he? <laughs> Dude, motherfucker's 71 think, goddamn years old. Holy shit.
1: Holy shit. I think I think after the fall should now try and get Lee Ving to be featured on one of their tracks for an upcoming. Album. I mean, yeah. I Feel like everybody you, should. You think? Yeah. You're oh, very yeah. impressed with his vocals.
2: Oh yeah, I was <laughs> saying when we went to back to the beach and we saw Fear perform that uh I was impressed when when they were playing, I just didn't think he'd be able to pull a lot of it off. But, uh, I mean, it didn't seem like there was any effort to it at
1: all. So, Jeez, I guess, especially for 71 year 71? Jesus Christ. Um, and the name of the new album from After the Fall, or newest album, I guess I should say, uh, was Resignation. I did have it. It was just buried. It was at the end of the paragraph <laughs> instead of where I normally put it. I was probably high when I was doing my notes here.
2: Hmm. Surprise, surprise.
1: Hmm. Hmm, surprise. Uh, okay, so let's keep the train a moving. Uh, next up is uh, just some straight-up punk rock. No other label for it. These guys are coming to us from Montreal, Quebec. Name of the song is Sunday Blues. This is The Speakeasy. That song had a little bit of a party punk vibe to it. Uh, some diesel-infused, raspy vocals. Uh, I liked it. Uh, What's was, your
2: difference between party punk and skate punk?
1: I don't know. Like, I don't know. Party <laughs> punk is more like your Andrew W.K. Um, okay. your The Bennies are party punk. Just <laughs> ones Bennys. that are all about drinking and partying, and all their songs are about having fun. And, yeah. Um, and then skate punk, I think, is a little bit more like pop punkish, but with more humor.
2: Okay. I don't know. Fair Uh, enough. Fair enough. I don't
1: know. Uh, But yeah, those guys are from uh, Montreal, Quebec. Name of the song was Sunday Blues. Uh, Name of the band was The Speakeasy. Um, I thought the vocals sounded a lot like another Montreal-based group. Um, Probably just by coincidence. But um, I thought they had a a little bit of a vibe to them, like uh, the St. Catharines, which Mm -hmm. I love the St. Catharines. And they haven't put out any music in forever. I want some more music from the St. Catharines. Can
2: you make that happen, Bob? I absolutely cannot. I have nothing to do with any of that. You're
1: fucking worthless. I, Yeah, and I'm not going to disagree. Pretty much. Um, Okay, let's go ahead and round out our last block of music here uh, with some more friends. I think we rounded out the last block of music with our friends from the Randy Savages. Uh, This time, we're going to round things out with our friends from the Carolyn. Uh, This Atlanta-based, I guess they're, I don't know, emo, e-punk, I don't know. I hate to say emo because they're not straight emo, um, but some of their songs do make you sad. So, I <laughs> Emo's got that's such really a the, bad rap. It does. It does. And sometimes people are like, oh, don't don't call us emo. It's like, okay. All right. Okay. Um, I don't think these guys really care the way. I think they know they're a little, a little uh, emotional. Um, but uh, yeah, really good group of folks uh, down there in Atlanta. Um, and I think they're right up there with kind of the the Menzingers and the Spanish Love Songs, the the newer was, kind of... I
2: was literally just thinking, I'm like, you know, it's funny as I, uh, someone called Spanish Love Songs like sad boy music. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's like that sad boy rock. And I'm like, sad boy? Like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, sad boy. It's just all depressing. And then like, it made me hate it. But lately, I know uh, Spanish Love Songs came out with their album last year. What was the mm-hmm. name of that album? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. It, it's really growing on me now that I've yeah, been listening to it. And now that yeah, well, was it on your top ten or no?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it might have been uh, uh, in my honorable mentions, or it was. I think it might have just missed. Um, but yeah, the, it was a great album, and hey, I can't think of the name of Buffalo Buffalo was their last EP but this last one.
2: Yeah, that I was really a song off the before. previous album, Schmoltz, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, well, they released it as an EP first, and then oh, gotcha. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was on Schmoltz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any,
2: anyways, I've been listening to the um, the the newer album more recently, and I'm like... I don't know. Just at first, because of the whole Sad Boy label or whatever, I'm like, I (laughs) I don't want to listen to this. And now that I'm like getting that out of my head and listening to it for another reason, like I've been learning some drum tracks off of that. Um, uh, Because Jeff uh, and I, my buddy Jeff, I talk about like we've been learning a bunch of songs and just covering them um, together. And so that's uh, one of the songs on there is. Uh, From that album. And I'm just like, I fucking love this song. I love the drums. I love the guitar. I love the vocals on it. And so, yeah, it's funny. Anyways, you said emo, and I thought of like all the things I don't like and then sad boy. I feel like it's just the labels. No one's like, I don't want to be a sad boy. I don't want people to think of me like this. And then, but it's good music, you know? Like,
1: and it's whatever you want to call it. It's really just, you know, so people have a reference point. I'm not trying to put people in a box. And these guys, uh, the the Carolyn, um, they're not in a box. Their music is kind of divergent and every song is, you know, not in that same category. So, um, that's what I say. They're not really straight up emo. They're, they're all over the place. They're great, great people and great musicians. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to one. Uh, they said of this track, um, that it's a quote unquote new tune for those who believe that thoughts and prayers are enough to address systemic inequality, mental health issues, and gun violence. For those who are honest about the contrary, thank you. Everything from discussing these topics with new faces to shooting the shit about the twilight zone of this twilight zone of a year has made us feel vastly less alone lately. So um, let's go ahead and listen to it. This one's called 12 Gauge from our friends down south, the Carolyn. the new single 12 gauge from emo i guess we decided a- atlanta-based emo kids the carolyn yeah. um either way i don't know i'll have to ask them what their preferred title is
3: preferred <laughs> label
1: is um but they They're sent that one over to yeah. us uh they sent that over to us a, a few i it was probably like a month ago uh, I'm just so bad. I've been so lazy lately. Um, and they asked us if we wanted to do an exclusive, and I totally whiffed and forgot to get back to them. So, again, I'm a piece of shit. I've admitted it a few times, uh, <laughs> but I've been lacking in my uh, dying scene radio duties as far as responding back. Aren't to we so, all? So sorry, guys, but we still got you in. I'm always going to find a place for you, even if I don't always respond. So, um, yeah, really great song. Those guys are mucho talented. Right. All right. So uh, that was it for the music. That was it for the news. Uh, That was it, I guess, for the episode. What are we going to do next time, Bob? Mm, Well, You going to try and get an interview with Lee Ving?
2: uh, No. Uh, But we've got to commit to some things. I know you mentioned uh, you're like, hey, you should get an interview with the lungs. So...
1: Yeah, we could do that pretty easily. I think we could probably get them on the hook rather easily. I think so. I'm
2: gonna pursue that. Um, um, and yeah, hit them uh, up
1: and let them uh, toss my name out. Tell them I yeah, can hit them up too. I guess
2: we'll do. And I know last time I also said Scott to Network and uh, mm-hmm. trying to get yeah. to them. So I need to follow up on that. Um, I've just been a lazy piece of shit and need hey, to get some motivation. Yeah, I
1: feel you. That's our theme for this episode. Both we should start a band lazy. called Lazy Piece of Shit. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's very we fitting. Won't,
2: we won't make very much music. No, yeah. <laughs> we'll release something
1: <laughs> and, every few years.
2: <laughs> every few years, and when we do, it won't be very good or well put together or recorded. Oh, yeah,
1: no, no. definitely not. Yeah, no. it was, it's going to be garbage all around.
2: Yeah, it'll be good, lazy though. Lazy
1: pieces of shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Your, your chair is exceptionally squeaky, too. Uh, you you know, you, lazy piece of you've shit mentioned that WD-40
2: always, always and uh, I've WD-40ed I've it. 409'd, I've, uh, <laughs> I've uh <laughs> yeah. I four ninety to get the cum stains off then. Why don't I, you buy another one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the only thing holding
1: it together at this point is the cum stains. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is not true. <laughs> We've got some duct tape on there.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so you're gonna work on getting an interview, so we're uh, we don't have to bore everybody with our stupid antics next episode, uh, and I will work on finding some more music for next episode, and we'll meet up here next time, maybe about thirty days from now or so,
2: little over that because yeah, that's right. You got
1: the you got the marriage coming up,
2: got the wedding, all right, and then we're gonna go travel Northern California for a little bit,
1: all right cool yeah so yeah maybe a little bit more than a month but uh again
2: but we'll get, get there we get to it <laughs> we'll get an interview summer's coming life's getting back to normal and uh things are picking up yeah i mean things are picking up and hopefully that'll be a little bit more invigorating and uh yeah make me want to do this shit not that i don't want to do it i'm just saying like i want stuff to talk about yeah, and look more, forward yeah, to more you exciting know? content yeah i agree yeah. i agree
1: so. Um, yeah, even the news is a little slow sometimes because there's just not as much going on. So. These,
2: there were some good things in this, and I'm actually, as soon as we get off, looking at uh, Rudimentary Penny. And I'm going
1: gonna... to.
2: peni, peni, Rudimentary peni. I'm going to. We'd better check it out.
1: Give them a a good listen. Uh, All right. For now, we are going to give everybody here a good listen to our closing song. Um, This melodic punk act formed in 2015 in Quebec City, Canada. Um, So we're kind of going back up uh, north of the border. Uh, This song is from their brand new EP, Roots, out via our friends over at Thousand Island Records. Uh, Loads of talent here. These guys... um, Uh, exceptionally talented when it comes to uh, mastering their instruments Um, very tight all around as a melodic hardcore band should be it would be pretty awful if you were uh, not very musically talented and (laughs) you just chose to go into melodic hardcore it would be a nightmare Uh, probably like our band would be (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but these guys uh, are not us and obviously way more talented Uh, so give them a listen Uh, this is Drop a Bombshell from Go Great Guns till next time comrades stay safe adios Show shit like you It's <laughs> 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 good stuff You got one on me